0: Thank you, Graham, (laughs) for taking the time out of your holiday weekend to talk to us.
1: Well, it's not really a holiday weekend. I'm on book tour, so it's it's all book tour. So go.
0: We had a wonderful last night um, event at Lidira Restaurant, and Graham uh, spoke to the audience really well. And uh, we talked about the Rosie Project um, going from 2013 to now with the Rosie Effect, the third book in the series. And Graham is now a household name. In in that space of five years, um, it must have been a wild ride for you. What's the best piece of advice for someone embarking on a similar journey?
1: If you want to be a writer, um, then, then I would say, okay, if you're a mature age person, a lot of them are, going on to be a writer, you've got this big advantage because you've probably had a previous career. And if you have, I would say think about what it took you to become expert in what you used to do or what you're going to continue doing because you'll probably need to to pay for that uh, your life while you try to write. Um, and just think, it's going to take me that long to be a writer, maybe even more. It's not something you can just do casually on the side. It's a it's an actual profession and it takes that amount of work. Um, so that's what i would be saying to someone who's come from... Um, uh, a previous profession to someone who's embarking on it, perhaps as a student, as a new graduate, or whatever. I would say, look at your friends who want to be neurosurgeons or lawyers or whatever. Look at how hard they're working. Why would you work any less hard? And I just think this is attitude that our writing is just something that comes from the heart. We can all write. We'll just start writing the book. No, it's a craft, a profession, and you need to you need to learn the skills.
0: And you don't wait for the muse.
1: Uh, you don't wait for the muse you sit down and you work um if you put time aside for working if, the, if you can't feel you can write today then plan if you can't plan then research if you can't research maybe you can edit even start another sort of writing project but you don't say oh no no muse off to the pub
0: <laughs> terrific um you uh, explained your writing process last night using the screenwriters um, card system and you obviously enjoy the whole process of the writing Just wondering if there's any point at which your motivation might flag?
1: You know, the toughest part's the planning because you can get stuck there. The other stages, it, it, actually writing, I've got a plan, so I know what I'm going to write. Um, editing, I've got something to edit. But when you've got the plan, that's, that's the blank sheet of paper. Yeah. And you think, oh, look, I've got a few ideas for a book, but I'm not sure that I can turn this into a, a full story. So that's actually the time when you, and also you're probably working on another project anyway because this is the sort of thing you do in the background. Yeah. So that's when you can literally lose the plot for a while.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you engage with uh, feedback, as in uh, from Goodreads, or um, do you look at reviews? Do you uh, respond to reviews?
1: Never. <laughs> no writer ever looks at a review. That's no, not the truth. <laughs> of course you do. Um, and, and what I would say to other writers out there, particularly first-time writers, is the first thing before you look at any Goodreads reviews of your book, you look at – you find your favourite book of all time, and you read the one-star reviews of that book. And then you know what what you're going to face and, and how – you know, not to trust, if you like, um, all of those reviews. Um, I look at the first, the first few to see how it's tracking. Um, I do read, I read the reviews in the in the newspapers and so forth, but I don't read them as so much a statement about the quality or otherwise of the book. They're just more interesting pieces about the book that have been stimulated by by the book, and that these writers have come to that, stimulated by that, rather than saying, "Should I read this? Should I not?" That's more a Goodreads thing. I watch the overall rating on Goodreads because I know that that's going to affect. Um, whether people are doing the most important thing for marketing which is word of mouth
0: and i've noticed that um, rosie result is netting some pretty good stars
1: (laughs) Look, look, rosie result is rating higher on goodreads than the rosie project um and we've now got you know i'm an old statistician we've got enough reviews to make that really count um and and look that that goes with my own view that the uh, the rosie result is actually a stronger book
0: it's a fabulous book um you've done a lot of walking in your time do you think it's helped your writing
1: um, walking, helping my writing the long distance walks that I've done with um, with Anne my partner have I look at some big life level served to centre me a bit and it probably has helped my writing in the big scale but in the smaller scale I get a lot of my ideas walking um, in fact when I was writing um, the Rosie result um, the draft of it I had a routine that every morning after I'd reviewed the previous day's writing I would get up look at what I had to well i get up first before I reviewed the writing um, but I would Um, look at what I had to write for the day and then I would deliberately go for about a four kilometer walk just to think about that so it had a really direct input to the creativity to the to the um, to the book itself So
0: you're processing as you walk
1: absolutely and that's this creativity theory that um, a lot of people have ideas
0: um, while they're doing relatively mechanical tasks like walking or driving or taking a shower Um, you've been very generous with your time, Graham. Thank you. One more question. Last one. Can you name some of your favourite bookshops?
1: Can I name some of my favourite bookshops? Um, well, it'd be terrible if I forgot the name of yours, but it is Blarney. <laughs> this is the ter- Thank you. This you're is right? a terrible <laughs> moment. you cut this. <laughs> I've forgotten where I am. <laughs> um, I, I really no, this, this is the sort of bookshop I, I, I really like because it's it's got that sort of community sort of feel. You feel like you're part of a... Uh, something more than just a, a place to pick books off the okay. shelf. I like I like bookshops where you feel that like the books are being really curated. They might be quite small, um, but they've got a wonderful selection of books, and just everything you see in that shop is um, even quite a, quite a small shop is going to be really good. Um, uh, okay, my favourite bookshop in the world um, is probably you know, blarney books obviously a sci. is probably <laughs> the, Ki- the king's english in salt lake city utah wow. where they just were huge fans and still are of the Rosie series and i just remember one particular night Anne and i going Then it was snowing like mad outside there were snow drifts everywhere and still they had fire going in the shop still it was absolutely packed this rabbit warren with different rooms had speakers in them it was packed and of course you know you're in um uh Church of uh, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints um, country, but there was plenty of booze going down, <laughs> and it was just just one of those. Fair, we sold about three hundred books like that night. It was just an amazing wow. sort of night, so it's always stuck in my mind.
0: I'm going to put that on my list. Um, and Australian bookshop.
1: Yeah, oh, you're right? you're looking in a name, and I just I just worry because I'm going to miss really really important bookshops. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the the readings chain, um, which it is now in in Victoria, is is hugely important. Um. Uh, also the Avenue Bookshop, which has now got now got three three bookshops there in, uh, um, in Melbourne. Um, there's um, the bookshop's got a similar feel to this that I really like in, in uh, Castlemaine Victoria which is called Stoneman's Steinman? Stoneman's thank you <laughs> yep okay, okay. Stoneman's bookshop there. an um, avid reader mm-hmm. in Queensland is is really terrific. Um, there's a couple of little bookshops. Um,
0: I was about to say, you're an inner-city person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Leslie
1: Mackay's bookshop, which is no longer called Leslie Mackay's bookshop in um, um, in Sydney, along with Blues Point um, Books, You know, really um, nice, small, well-curated bookshops. Whereas, of course, when you get out of the country, you have a little bit more space around you and <laughs> you have these great rambling bookshops, some of which sell second, second-hand books as well. Yeah. I mean, there's all the bookshops in Clunes and so on, which yeah. I reference in this Yes. In this book, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Have I forgotten anything terribly important? I've I've probably forgotten heaps and heaps of really good bookshops. Sorry, I'm
0: putting you on the spot. but (laughs) Thank you. Um, And thank you very much for this weekend.
1: Well, well, thank you. It was a delight to come down here. And, yeah, I love doing this stuff. So there you go. Thank you very
0: much.